Good morning and welcome to episode 258 of Taking the Charge Podcast with you from Regensburg, Germany. I'm David Hine of Hine News. Thank you for stopping by. Another week of basketball behind us and uh, plenty of uh, stuff to look forward to. Actually, I guess not too much going on this week um, of games, and uh, but uh, just around the corner is uh, Eurobasket. So uh, before we get to talk too much, I uh, need to let you know how you can get in contact with uh, with the show. You can go to reach me on Twitter, them at High News, H-E-I-N-N-E-W-S. There's the Facebook group just in the search bar put in Taking the Charge Podcast, and you will get us there. Uh, you can go to highnews.com, highnews at gmx.de. Highnews at gmx.de is the email address. You can go to iTunes, rate and review the show. You can be a supporter of the podcast. Go to patreon.com slash taking the charge and you can support the show there as well. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, U- U- U16, FIBA U16 under the European Championship is uh, now complete. Uh, ended on Saturday, somewhat strangely on Saturday. Kind of threw me for a loop. Uh didn't uh when i came home uh didn't realize <laughs> totally realized that it was sunday and and then the second day i was home it was monday where usually you f- we fly home on monday after sunday the final but this was this was a little different this was uh sunday uh saturday was the final and uh <laughs> um yeah so um but uh yeah really good uh i was i was impressed uh this is the first time i've ever been to under 16 uh i had uh one of the things i kind of always misconception or whatever but i always thought that uh a 16 you you can get an idea a pretty good idea who's who um but there's uh, such a huge jump left to go from 16s to 18s so it's kind of hard to to really get a total uh, idea um, of, let's say, where the development, you know, how far along they are, if they're done. Uh, you know, obviously, if you see a kid who's pretty skinny, you know that there's going to be a lot um, a lot left to be uh, added to. <clears throat> but uh, but it, was, it was good. It was definitely, I was very impressed with uh, with the level. Uh, hard for me to compare since I haven't been at the 16s before. Uh, but I think the upper level of guys were were, were pretty high. Uh, sp- I think uh, you know with with France winning it, you know you had a couple of guys there that definitely you know were going to fo- be following down the road. 
Um, and uh, but uh, pretty much every team had had uh, a, a couple of guys that were pretty interesting. Uh, let, let's let's kind of go through. I don't want to talk about every team, but just kind of some of the highlights of it all. Uh, France undefeated, and uh, you know you can kind of say that they didn't necessarily, uh, you know they didn't necessarily beat uh, the the level of competition that other teams may have. You know, especially like like Montenegro. Uh, you know, in the end, they you know you can only play who you who you play against, and and that's the. The way of the the draw, you know, they beat Italy, Russia, Estonia, um, Sweden. That was their first three. That was their group and their round of sixteen. You know, Russia, Sweden both went down. Estonia, um, you know, they got a big win in the uh, nine sixteen qualific- uh, uh, classification, so that they avoided uh, the the relegation fight. Italy, uh, I think Italy ended up being eleventh or something like that. So. Of that, you know, of those first four games, and and they had to come back against Italy in the last five minutes. Had to come back against Russia in the last five minutes to to beat those two teams, and then Turkey, Croatia. You know, Croatia people you know, kind of I'm not say necessarily complain, but you know they get to the quarterfinal. They made it to the fourth place, and they had a two and five record. So. You know, a lot of it is is was winning the right game. And Croatia won the right game, uh, the uh, round of sixteen against Slovenia, and then uh, beat Latvia. Who you know, some people might be were kind of mm, surprised, maybe that they were in the quarterfinals, whatnot. But um, you know, a lot of it is you know, don't lose by a, a large number of points, and then make sure you win the right game. It's hard to tell ahead of time what the right game is but you know hey praise to france for for you know you can only beat who you have in front of you um the but leaders you know without a doubt uh killian killian hayes um american uh american basketball uh, playing father duran hayes and uh just a uh, very dynamic and uh calm individual and was really really impressed with uh, the way he can really take over games in a lot of different ways and and um i mean deserve an mvp without a doubt you know led the led the team in scoring rebounds assists steals and it's an undefeated uh championship team so there's without a doubt and then uh, you look at um, Teo Maladon, uh, another just absolutely phenomenal calming point guard. You know, those two guys there, uh, you know, a lot of time they were playing together. And then when they weren't playing together, the other guy would, you know, would be, you know, uh, dominating the ball and, 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 and helping the team kind of get into their offense and everything else. It was It was a very impressive team. Uh, the rest of the guys, you know, it was clearly those two dominant. Um, you know, Timothy uh, Crusol was was uh, was a was a pretty you know decent scoring uh, shooting guard. Um, you know, Esome Miem, people do like. He's still very raw as a big man. Uh, Victor Diallo actually had uh, had uh, some some good games as sort of the athletic big that um, that uh, that that got things done. Um. So you know, definitely impressive. And Lorenzo, if you go back and watch the final against uh, Montenegro, I think uh, Lorenzo uh, Terod Terod had a, had a fantastic 
uh, how do you want to say it? Um, small things, small detail game. Uh, great, you know, you know, diving on the ball for loose re- loose balls, uh, grabbing offensive rebounds, um, just lots of small little things. And, uh, yeah, so, you know, uh, Daniel Bacho is another guy who who, who people kind of like a little bit. So, yeah, it's, it was a really, really good team. And, uh, you know, especially with Hayes and uh, Maladon running the show was just uh, absolutely phenomenal. Montenegro, you know, they it, it took a it took a, a, a monster team to, to take them down, especially you know, you look at the run that they were on, they had beaten Spain in the group stage and then uh went through Italy, Lithuania and Serbia, all those four wins in a matter of, of seven days. And uh just super, super impressive. Yeah, um, you know, they had like a really a four man Kind of like a three man, really a pretty, pretty much a three man, uh, three headed monster. You know, you looked at uh, Boyan Tomasevic and Stefan uh, Mahalovic. Those two both went to the all tournament team. Uh, Jovan Klaicic, he could have been on there too. Uh, he was absolutely fantastic, uh, especially passing the ball, and uh, it's just super determined. Uh, to get to the basket, you know, knew when he needed to take over and get to the get to the rim and get a foul and get free throws to get points on the board. You know, fantastic understanding of the game, and so just super impressive. Uh, Victor Vujicic uh, was probably the the next main guy with them with them, uh, as well as uh, Luka Sivanovic. Uh, those were probably the next two. Uh, but like I said, clearly this was like a big three-headed monster and uh, impressive. Uh, you know, I, I like all three of those those main guys, and I think all three of them definitely will uh, have a long career uh, in European basketball at the very least. Serbia ended up taking third place, and, uh, you know, this was a team that – you know, going in, I I had uh, this was actually one of my first times I had really had a chance to to watch uh, uh, Georgia Pazin. Uh, he was at Stella Zura, and I just I didn't have a chance to really see him very much. Stella Zura really disappointed at the at the Adidas Next Generation tournament. Um, where were they? They were in uh, Belgrade, I think. Um, I can't remember exactly where they were, wherever they were at, and and Pazin was, you know, just you know, non, you know, Lazar Nikolic was there, you know, he was two years older than him, and so Pazin didn't have a chance to do a lot, um, but just fantastic player, good size, uh, um, really really uh, good shooter, shot forty percent from three point range, um, good rebounder. You know, plays good defense and uh, good understanding of the game. Their their second main guy was uh, Alexander Longovic, uh, who you know really had the one super game, which was the game against Germany with eighteen points, twenty rebounds, and uh, so I mean for 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 me those were the two main guys. Maybe maybe stuff uh, Stefan uh, Kar- Karapandasic, the the point guard. As well, I think uh, those were probably the three main guys 
on that team. Uh, Nemanja Popovic also, I could he could say, uh, a nice big. Um, but, uh, you know, and four guys is, is more than enough, as long as the other guys. Lazar, uh, uh, Lazar Zivanovic, I uh, don't want to forget him because uh, that's someone that I think has some potential to do some things as well. So uh, Croatia, they, fend up, they ended up finishing fourth. And, uh, you know, Maciej... Uh, Maciej Rudan was definitely, man, he's going to be a great player for a long time. And uh, he was a pleasure to watch. Um, and uh, just so many ways that he can, that he can, you know, beat you. And, and he's, uh, I guess it was 30% on the three-point range. And I think there's probably a little bit better. Uh, there's space for the improvement there. And, um yeah, but they forced him to take a lot of shots just because there wasn't a lot of other people that can really go. You know, ended up taking thirteen a game. Nobody else had uh, nobody else had double digits. Their other main guys were Rocco Gizdovic, uh, no point guard, not nothing super spectacular, but you know, pretty solid. Uh, and I did like uh, Victor Saric, the captain. He was the guy who was actually on the team last year. Didn't play, uh, but he was uh, the guy on the team last year. And uh, he averaged 12 and 7, a good, you know, solid, decent big man. Um, uh, let's see, Boris, right? Yeah, Boris Tizma, uh, Tizma, he didn't actually play very much. He averaged only four, uh, less than five minutes a game in only four games. So it really didn't have a chance to see him. Uh, so, but he is, uh, he's one of the 2000 kids on that team and um, supposed to be a super guy and uh, super talent. And so. We'll see. We'll see how they uh, how he develops. Um, imagine he'll be at this competition next year. Imagine also he'll be at the competition at uh, the under under seventeen basketball World Cup. Those four teams all made it to the World Cup, and the f the fifth team being Turkey, they downed they downed Lithuania in the fifth place game. And uh, to be honest, I think I'm happy that uh, that the that the Turks are there. I think there's a couple of interesting kids on this team. That um, you know, it'll be good to f see them play against uh, against the the rest of the world. You 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 look at you look at uh, Omar Kuchuk. I think is a is a fantastic uh, point guard in the making, and uh, I can't wait for uh, can't wait for him to, to get more time. I think he what did he average? He only averaged eighteen minutes, um, and then but he had uh, uh, ten uh, almost eleven points, four rebounds, three point. 3.4 assists, 1.7 steals in, in not even 20 minutes. Uh, so I was really impressed with him and uh, also liked a lot um, or see a lot of potential in, where is he? He is, uh, is that, uh, yeah, eight. Um, Tarek Shazgun um, didn't do uh, loads, but uh, you know averaged uh, six and a half and four in uh, 15 minutes but nice long athletic kid and um you know Sete is a you know pretty decent uh scoring guard um i didn't actually have a chance to see very much of mustafa kuturgulum uh, even though he was you know their main scorer but uh, i didn't have a chance to see turkey um really that much in general and and for whatever reason uh, i didn't have uh i wasn't able to get a very good read on him so you know that happens i'm i'm, I'm Covering games, doing blog, live blog stuff. Uh, Ismail Karabilen, um, 
you know, solid big, and and I think uh, there's uh, there's some stuff to work with on that one, and uh, I think he could have some potential down the road as well to to do some good things. So yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy that they were able to make it through, and uh, I look forward to seeing them next year. Um, Lithuania is gonna miss out. You know, their main guys were uh, Marek Blazovic. Uh, family roots in Poland, if you're wondering, and uh, you know he was really one of their main main guys, and uh, he's he's uh, he's going to be a very very good player as well. Modestas um, Cancelaris, he he's kind of uh, struggled a little bit, didn't do um, quite as much as I thought he was going to do. Uh, also, because he only shot uh, twenty less than twenty two percent from three point range, and that's one of his main things. Obviously, he has to, you know he's a shooter and stuff, so. Uh, just one of 4.6 three-pointers a game, so uh, really did not shoot at all very well. Uh, Lorianas Vastaras, Vastaras um, captain, he had been at the competition last year as well, and I was really impressed with him, especially considering that he had a, a stress fracture uh, in his leg and missed, um, I think, about three, four, five months or something like that, and uh, really basically just came back right before the tournament started. And he averaged uh, more than eight and nearly seven rebounds a game. Also more than two assists, almost a block and a steal a game. Uh, you know, there's definitely some, a lot of stuff there that I think uh, down the road we can see. Otherwise, didn't, you know, didn't have a chance to really see, uh, get a read on some of the other, some of the other guys. Uh, you know, their generation, uh, the people who watch their generation, you know, they, they speak very highly of um, Erika's, yeah, Yermola Yevas, uh, and uh, who was the other one? Uh, I can't remember who the other one was that they that a lot of people like. So, you know, take it with uh, take the information with uh, uh, as you as you wish. Um, but uh, yeah, so Lithuania are not going to be at the World Cup next year. Uh, seventh place, uh, seventh place. Uh, that that uh, was that Spain, Spain and yeah, Spain and Latvia. Yeah, Spain. Uh, man, Spain were running out of players. And uh, in, in the end, and and uh, you know Jaime Bradilla ended up leading the team in scoring in fifteen point four. Um, but you know, I think that you're. I think rightfully so. You can go and say. Um, you know, how do you go, how do you go, um, you know, 18 minutes, uh, in the, in the big quarterfinal game, uh, zero five from the field, just one point on a free throw, four rebounds in 18 minutes, uh, did have two assists and two steals, um, but you know, three fouls, two, two turnovers, uh, just in a, a one, as far as efficiency goes, you know, this is a guy who went 20, 26 and 13 against, um, against Sweden 20 and 14 against Latvia uh, in the group phase and uh, and ended up then the final two games lot uh, against Lithuania had uh, 20 and seven uh, and then uh, had 24 and 11 in the in the in the in in the seventh place game but what happened to the quarterfinals against against Serbia? You know, one point four rebounds in eighteen minutes. You know, that's just uh, and he had been the leading scorer going into that game, 
and that that you know that's going to leave you a little bit of a question mark. You know, hey, what, you know, how does that you know how, how do you get nothing out of out of your main uh, your number one scorer basically? Um, Golden DK, uh, you know, I, he's he, he's uh, if, if nothing else, you say he's got a huge heart. Um, the fact that he went to you know in that in that Serbia game in the quarter in the quarterfinals, you know. Every time you were looking up, he was back at the free throw. And he shot 18 free throws. Okay, he made only eight of them, which is, a, you know, you could say is a problem, you know. But, you know, you still have to, you know, go to the line 18 times and uh, and ended up with 11 field goal attempts. I mean, so, you know, obviously if you if Pardia is not doing anything, you know, Dike was the one guy who was uh, did step up in that game, 20 points, 15 rebounds. Obviously, that could have, should have been closer to like 26, 27 points if you give him a few more re, uh, free throws. Uh, but, you know, you definitely you cannot say that he didn't have heart because and, and he was, uh, you know, he was that was by far his best game. And it was the game they needed it most. And, uh, you know, he ended up getting hurt at the end of it and didn't play in the classification 5 8, 7 8 games. So. You know, those were, you know, maybe needed at the against Latvia. Maybe they could have gone into the World Cup. But, you know, he was giving it all, trying to get uh, Spain to to the semifinals. And uh, so now Spain is uh, is missing out on the World Cup. This is the first time that they will not be at the World Cup. So, uh, yeah, it's, 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 you know, I think it's not a bad thing also. You know, I mean, okay, you want to see your best teams. But, you know, hey, if you don't have the... You know, if you don't have the uh, the performance to get it done, then you don't have it. You know, then you don't get it done. You know, Croatia. I think Croatia is going to be fine as a representative of Europe. You know, this was a this was a a, t- a team that had had talent, uh, does have talent, and there was guys that weren't here. And then they'll have that uh, at the World Cup next year if everybody's healthy. But this Spain team was interesting. I mean, you look at uh, Santiago Aldama, who I did not know at all, and didn't also. You know, didn't know the name. Um, it's obviously the fa- the son of the of a Spanish international, which, you know, I'll admit I didn't know. Uh, I only saw Spain really. Um, I only saw Spain for the first time in that quarterfinal game. So, and uh, you know, Serbia kind of really took them out of. Uh, um, Serbia really kind of held them in check with uh, what they were doing. Uh, so, didn't see Perdia really be effective uh, in that game. Uh, I, I liked uh, Borja Fernandez, uh, power forward. Um, I had seen Hector Aldarete before. Uh, he didn't really do very much. He's a 2002 born, so he's he's actually a year younger. Uh, average 10, 10 minutes, uh, less than three points, less than two rebounds. Uh, but I, I do like him a lot. Um, but I he didn't I didn't really see him do much here at all. Um, Alex Haro uh, looks like a shooter. Um, actually, what did he end up shooting? Uh, yeah, thirty-one percent. Uh, and uh, Javier Garcia, he ended up getting hurt, didn't play the last game. Uh, so, but I think there's a couple of ki- talented kids here that uh, you know, Spain can look forward to uh, you know, uh, challenging next year with maybe you know some of those guys can maybe make the jump up to the 18s. Uh, Golden Dicke will definitely um start getting into the the this. The, the senior team at uh, Real Madrid, um, uh, if nothing else, 
just in uh, at the beginning of the year if he's healthy and uh, with all the players being at Eurobasket whatnot. Uh, Latvia, uh, I don't really want to talk too much a lot about Latvia. They weren't really a very um, convincing team. Uh, they really had one really really good game, and that was uh, well two two really good games, and that was against uh, you know beating uh, beating Montenegro in the uh, last group stage uh, to send them to the bottom half of the bracket, and then uh, they ended up coming back to beat Russia and basically. <laughs> Uh, spelled the end of Russia's uh, uh, time in the world in the uh, in the Division A. Um, yeah, Kristaps Kilps I think is probably one of their main guys. Ro- uh, Robert Spears in as well, um, but really didn't see uh, loads else. Uh, Oyar Spears uh, maybe a little bit, but. Uh, yeah, otherwise wasn't really too too convinced from that team. All right, so there's eight more teams. I don't want to go through every one of them. Uh, Italy. Uh, no, let's start just alphabetically. Estonia. Um, very happy that they're back now two years in a row uh, in the Division A. And, you know, looking long-term, you have to think that uh, Karakrisa uh, is going to be a – um, an, a senior national team player, and uh, I think probably Kasper uh, Kitzing as well. Those two guys probably um, will make it that far, and uh, clear clear leaders of that that team. Um, maybe Kasper Lotus as well. Um, Next, next team, and 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 Kriza is is really fun to watch, and and can run the show a little bit, and was really happy with him. Finland uh, didn't really see much. Uh, you know, you Mustafa Amzil, maybe you could say as a, you know, as a, uh, yeah, I guess he's gonna have to be probably undersized uh, four. Um, I don't know if he can shoot it enough. Uh, have to see what he what he did. Um, you know he shot thirty three percent from three point range. You know that's that's you know you can work with that, and uh, you know doesn't really you know make a lot of mistakes. And uh, so you know there's things there. Probably the most interesting guy was uh, to, uh, Thomas uh, uh, Exawia. Um, really a short. <laughs> uh, everybody who watched him, uh, so he's six uh, four. Uh, 19464 and everybody watched him said you know it looks like Kyle Hines. Okay, we're not comparing him to Kyle Hines, but looks like Kyle Hines. Uh Germany last week on the show we had Luke Franz Lawton the interview there. Um and I was really impressed with Timo Landmüller um in this tournament and I think that if uh if he cont- continues to develop he could good, be a good BBL player in Germany. Ariel Porti um, rightfully so. People do uh, like uh, good good size and uh, some pretty solid athleticism, but you know, just has no clue yet on the game. But you know, hasn't been playing very long, and uh, also, uh, you know, Jason George didn't have a chance to really see him do very much. But you know, has also wasn't in a in a role where he could do that much. You know, ended up taking. Uh, less than four shots a game in uh, in uh, in twenty minutes. So you know, didn't have the ball in his hand very much. Uh, 
you have to like that Franz Wagner shot thir- uh, 36 better than 36%. Uh, Len Sherman, he's going to be he's going to be a, a great player to watch. Um, he's one of the 2002 kids. Um, that's him, Hook uh, Porti, and Van Sloten are all 2002s. So they'll be back in this competition next year. Um, so yeah, it, it you look at the team and and you say how could this team be in the classification thirteen sixteen? They barely were able to you know stave off elimination and relegation to the division B, uh, but they ended up doing it. And you know they're going to have to live with the disappointment of not making it to the World Cup now again. Really two times in a row, the ninety nine generation, you know with Bonga Vitamin. Um, Herkenhof, Hadefeld, you know, that group, Buck, um, you know, that group could have made it to the World Cup uh, and they didn't. And just like this team, you know, easily could have been in that top five and, and, and also they didn't. So uh, you have to start wondering about all these super talented German kids, whether, you know, whether or not they're missing maybe that that winning gene, uh, as, as, as painfully as that might need to be said. Um, Israel, I'm just going to mention just two guys really quick. Danny, uh, Avdia, uh, I guess I'm going to mention three guys, Danny Avdia, um, just, um, f- fantastic player. I think he's, if Israel is in the quarterfinals, he's in the, uh, in the, in the all tournament team, I think, um, you know, averaged, Averages more than 15, nearly 13 rebounds, uh, more than five assists a game, two steals, a uh, block a game, shot 34% from three-point range. Uh, Razia Hayon, uh, a really good shooter, uh, averaged 18 points a game, hit uh, uh, almost 40% from three-point range. And and the other guy I do like is uh, Jonathan Atias. And... Um, yeah, uh, a big who can who can do some things and so like that. Uh, I think I'm gonna end up going through every team, aren't I? Italy, uh, Nico Manion. Uh, thank you for coming to the tournament. It was fantastic to to get a chance to see uh, see him. Actually, uh, Italian born but American raised. Father played in the NBA for uh, for a few years and. Um, was you know by far the most dominant person within a team uh almost 20 points a game six uh, six rebounds four assists three steals and um had 16 16 shots a game next guy on the team was sasha grant uh 2002 born uh jamaican british italian 9.6 rebounds uh there's some there um but um yeah, not enough to 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 play in the in the uh, in the quarterfinals. They end up losing to Montenegro in the round of sixteen. Slovenia, uh, I guess I skipped Russia. Russia, man, Russia, uh, talk about you know tough luck. You know, losing. Uh, I think it was a ten point, eleven point lead in the last three minutes against Latvia in the round of sixteen, and ended up going down. Um, but. But really, some super talent, some super interesting kids. Um, you know, Victor Lakin. Lakin. Uh, you had. Um, bum, 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 bum. Uh, who was the other one? Uh, oh, let's look at the stats. Um, yeah, 
Karashnikov, Dmitri. Two big guys that could do things. Both of those guys could do a lot of different things. And uh, Binyanikov uh, didn't have loads of chance to do things, but liked some of what he could do. Um, and just the fact that they, uh, you know, really had had a, a really athletic group of guys, and uh, and 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 looked impressive. And then you know, it's just the way it happens. You know, you lose the wrong game. You know. And their their motivation and, and and determination and everything was gone after losing that game to Latvia. They they just got they just got uh, they just had no chance the rest of the tournament for you know I mean they're kids so you know you lose it and you're like oh my god what happened you know they lost to then Sylvania by by twenty two uh, twenty four and then they got beat by Sweden and then it was clear that they were going to go down and then so they lost by fin- lost to Finland as well so you know and. Uh, you know they almost beat France. You know they had France beat. They beat Estonia. They almost had. They had France beat. They were up by uh, I think eight uh, with uh, five minutes left, and and then Killian Hayes brought them back, and uh, so that's uh, but that's the way it happens. Slovenia, uh, really three really super interesting kids, and then uh, another one who's. Uh, who I can't wait to watch over the next couple of years to see how he develops. Uh, Rokorovic and Gregor Glass, those are the, you know clearly the top two guys. Ziga Zamar, uh, Zamar uh, is uh, was was picked up by uh, Real Madrid, if I'm not mistaken. He's uh, going to Real Madrid, and uh, the other guy, Luca uh, Luca Smodis, and uh, just so much fun and. Um, yeah, it's a shame because you know they ended up five and two and ended up uh, being tenth uh, place. So, but again, you know I say it all the time, but you you have to make sure you win the right game. I mean, you don't know ahead of time necessarily what it is is the right game, but uh, but that's how it is. And Sweden, last team. I actually, I'm gonna end up going through all of them. I didn't really see too much of them. Um, Pella Larson looks like a kid who could score. Another Air Call. Is a six nine kid who I think uh, I think has a bright future. He's also already in Spain. He's in Barcelona. Another one of the the Swedish kids that that make the jump pretty early, and he looks like he has some talent. Uh, a big guy. He ended up uh, getting better and better over the course of tournaments. Had more than six points, eight rebounds, uh, a steal, more than a steal a game. Uh, but you know, didn't have uh, loads of opportunities to score, but you know, got his things done. Um, yeah, those those are the main guys, Denzel, George, maybe as well. Uh, yeah, so I ended up going through all sixteen teams. Can't believe it, right? Did I, did I, or did I miss anybody? Uh, dun, 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 dun. No, I think I got everybody. Uh, yeah, so Germany survived, uh, Sweden went down, Finland went down, and Russia went down. Coming up will be, um, Greece, who, yeah, Greece won Division B, they beat the Netherlands, and then, uh, Georgia is coming up. Georgia, Georgia took down... Uh, Great Britain. I think they scored four points. I think it were four points in the in the third place game in the first quarter, and they just stormed back and got back into the game. 
GB had the had the had the the lead by one point and the ball with eight seconds left to miss both free throws. And then Georgia comes down and hits the uh, the shot to the layup to send uh, Georgia to the uh, Division A for the first time since 2008. So uh, impressive, uh, impressive story there. And uh, you know, a little bit. Uh, it's a it's a little bit uh, disappointing for for GB. I mean, it's massively disappointing for GB. But I mean, things happen. Uh, it would have been a good story with GB maybe having uh, send up all three all three teams from Division A uh, from Division B to Division A, but it doesn't work this time around. So, all right, uh, I want to get to the interviews. Uh, I'm going to. They're going to be very focused on the under sixteen European Championship, just like last week. And uh, it's actually very final, uh, <laughs> dominated, and talked to three guys. And uh, so these are the interviews. First of all, I'm going to start with the coach, uh, Bernard F- uh, F- um, Faure. Sorry for my French pronunciation. I know it's horrible. Um, I start with him. He's the French coach. And interesting, I didn't really talk about it, um, this French team, they when they won their last 16 U16 title that was in 2014 and that was in Latvia and Latvia made it to the final this time it was Montenegro and in Montenegro Montenegro made it to the final and um Ferrer was the coach there and uh and the MVP of the U16 European Championship in 2014 was Kylian Tillet so uh, here we have MVP being Killian Hayes. Uh, so I start with him. I start with uh, Coach uh, Forer and then move to Killian Hayes. Two interviews with him. Start with the uh, interview I did with him earlier in the uh, in the tournament. Wrote a feature about him, and then uh, cut after that. Cut to him. Uh, just a brief little couple of questions after winning the the final, and then move to Stefan. Uh, Valovich, the 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 guard for Montenegro, also talked to him before. I think when he made it, they made it to the semifinals, so after the quarterfinals, and then after the finals. So those are the three interviews. It's actually five interviews, uh, but two two of the same players, and those will run after one after the next. So enjoy that, and we will catch you on the other side. In two thousand two thousand fourteen. You were in the final against the home team. Yeah. Once again, and you did it again. You're a bad, you're a bad guest. <laughs> Congratulations. Good. What's it like to have another one around your neck? It's incredible. It's the same thing than Latvia. I hope. I have a dream. We played home against Montenegro. Yesterday, Montenegro beat Serbia, and maybe. During the night, I say yes, it's possible. It's possible, but incredible. We have improved during the tournament. First, first round very, very hard, very difficult. And now we play defense like I want, like the staff wants. It's the best for the coach to see the players. Like I, I want. In 2014, you had an MVP with the first name Killian. Today, you have an MVP with the first name Killian. Talk yeah. about him. 
he was a, he was really so fantastic in so many games. Um, just talk about him. He's so calm uh, in his game. Talk about uh, Killing Hayes. Killing Hayes is a very potential player. He's young, but he's so fast with ball, with the ball. He must improve three-point shots are in defense, but today and yesterday play that I want in defense. All the team uh, uh, show, show him the direction and now he's in VP. I hope that uh, next year I have another Kylian in my team. <laughs> um, you uh, you coach both of those teams. They're both European Championships. How are they similar? The one in 2014. You know, you had you had some really big stars. You know, and then you had 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 a role leaders. You had you had Tilikina. You had Shoff in uh, 2014. Here you have Crusoe. You have Maladon, who are really big players as well. And then the other guys, role players. Talk about the similarities of these teams. Uh, teams are very different. Um, we, uh, three years ago, we played against inside players. This year, it's more difficult. SOMEMIM is a great potential, but not immediately. And uh, we work with, uh, with the point guard and the guards. Uh, Last question. Uh, you're at the World Cup now, next year in 2007, uh, in in, uh, in in Argentina. As European champions, your thoughts about it? So far away, but what are your thoughts about going to the World Cup? I don't know if I, I keep uh, this generation. I hope to go into Argentina with the team, <laughs> but I don't know. Uh, maybe I decide. Maybe not. Uh, maybe the big boss. But uh, how do you how do you think this team can compare, compete with uh, the rest of the world? No, really, that generation around the world. Uh, I play youth 17 uh, in uh, Lithuania six or seven years ago, and I remember it's a great level, very great level. Congratulations! It was uh, it was it was great to watch you guys, and uh, France is on top of the world again. Thank you for everything. Thank you. You're in the semifinals of the European Championship. Congratulations. Uh, your thoughts about being here in, uh, in the final four now? Uh, it feels good. Now we just got to work hard and get that dub and win this tournament. In general, you know, this is like the first step that you wanted. Let's say the minimum goal, you know, making it to the World Cup. What does that mean for you guys? Uh, you know, France is a, a proud nation, basketball nation, to, to be going to the World Cup next year. Uh, first of all, we just focus on this right now. Then we will work for the World Cup, and when we will be through the World Cup, then we'll play. But the fact that you've now qualified with this with this victory, now you are going to be in the World Cup. Uh, I don't really realize right now. I'm just playing. I just play game by game. So, but yes. you know that that yeah, I know that you guys are now in the World Cup yeah, next year for was, sure. That's what the coach brought up. Okay. So, really what do you think about that? Game. You play against nations like. Argentina, Argentina, USA, Canada, and everybody else. That's an honor, yeah. Um, maybe talk a little bit about how you started the game. I know your father uh, was a basketball player. Maybe kind of uh, how you started, when you started, and how it worked. 
I started, I'm not really like, I didn't play very well. Like, I'm glad we had to win, but uh, me personally, I'm not. Uh, no, how did you start playing basketball? I started playing basketball. Like, I don't know, my dad just brought up basketball, started dribbling, started liking it. Okay. Then I had my first school, then I started playing all day, all night, then that's where it started. So when, did, when was that? When did you start? I was maybe like two, three years old. Okay, so your whole life. Yeah. And did you go to the games after his games? You I would shoot? Was, uh, as his games, yeah. I always watch him. I was always in my corner just dribbling, not really watching and just dribbling with my ball. Yeah. Uh, when, who are some of the guys you looked up to? Players? I know my favorite player is Manu Ginobili. I like his play style, his vision. Okay. And uh, I like James Harden. I try to focus my game more like him, play a little bit like him. Like, like a, a point guard that can score, but can also play for the team. That's why I'm, that's who I'm looking for. And taking two lefties too, huh? Yeah, that's why. <laughs> um, when did you when did you think that um, you know basketball is something that you can do? Let's say a little more seriously. From the beginning, I saw my dad, saw all the stories he told me. I want to do that for my life. I want to do that for a living. What are some of the stories that you remember that uh, from? Let's say his stories that you enjoy listening to. Winning championship to like I don't know the ground, like always practicing and doing what you love for a living. That's what I'm looking for. You have France on your chest right now. Yeah. I bet you that's a big honor. Talk about that. Like representing my country is a big honor. I'm trying to represent everybody with that wish was in my place right now. So I'm trying to go hard every time. Um, maybe where do you see your game right now? I mean, you're still so young. You still have so many things that you can slash should work on. Where do you see your game? Like where I want to head to, yeah. or what you want to work on? Work on. I gotta be. I gotta be more consistent on my jump shot. Sometimes it goes in. Sometimes it's a little bit sloppy. But otherwise, I gotta work on my oh, shooting. Shooting is a big improvement. I gotta do. Talk a little bit about you know you're starting to get recognized, going to you know these different uh, tournaments. Uh, maybe what's that like for you? I just taking it. I'm just playing basketball, so that's doing what I like. So I just go hard out there and prove what I can do. Semifinals now. You're one game away from the from the from the final. Talk about the semifinal. Um, what you want to do in that game? What Man. you need to do? What you need to do in that game? I don't know. We're gonna watch films on the opposite team, and we'll see about that. Just listen to the coach. What they say, they're always right. So we gotta listen to them. And if the game plan's good. All of the chances on our side. Last question, what do you think that this team has done really well so far? Very well. Like, we push the ball very well. And sometimes we, we have good shooters. So when we get fired up, then nothing can stop us. Otherwise, we got to work on our defense and our zone uh, attack. All right. Congratulations, uh, MVP and France as a champion. Your thoughts? Uh, it's not only me, it's the whole team. We worked hard for two months to achieve this goal, so everybody's really happy and we're going to enjoy it tonight. What's this mean for, for this country? This is the third it time? It means a lot because it's the second time in, what, three years, four years? Mm -hmm. So it means a lot to this country and we work hard for this, so we're really happy. What's your connection to the, uh, to the 2014 team? Can I talk a lot to Frank, mm -hmm. then uh, Abdullah who plays with me. I always see him, so we have a great connection. 2014 also had an MVP by the name with the first name Killian. Yeah, I know. Thought about that. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Killians are the best, I guess. <laughs> I'll let you I'm go. Joking, with I'm joking. I'll let you go with that. Man. Congratulations, you're in the uh, semifinals. 
Thank How's you. it feel? Yeah, it's a big thing for Montenegro because from for a long time we didn't uh, we didn't go to semifinals or do some, something like this, and it's really big thing. Talk about this crowd for you guys. You know, uh, you guys hosted this back in 2010. You guys also reached the, the quarterfinals. This time you reached the quarterfinals. Now you got past Lithuania. Talk about the support for you. Yeah, the last uh, last year we went in the quarterfinals too, but we we went out, and this it's. It's so, I don't know, it's a big thing, it's a really big thing and I'm so, uh, we couldn't do, we do this with our heart and it's so, I don't know what to say. You, Boyan and, and uh, Jovan were there last year, um, what did, you know, what did you tell the other guys, especially after, after yesterday going to today, saying, you know, we lost this time last year? Yeah, we have, last year we have one experience and we told them that we have to play together with heart and we have to play strong defense and strong attack and we are going to win. Sounds like you did that today. Yeah, we did. Uh, you guys are now in the World Cup as well. Talk about that first time Montenegro's ever been there. It's first time <laughs> and it's a really big thing. We are going to be so we're going to train for that and we're going to do our best. You're not done. You're not done yet. You have Serbia. We're already starting. A day off tomorrow. We're already starting. Quote a day off tomorrow. Um, talk about Serbia in the semifinals. Yeah, they're, they're a good team. But sure, we are going to go out and give our best, and we are going to uh, we are going to try to win. Um, what do you think you need to, to to get the job done to to then reach the final? What do you think needs to happen? Uh, we have to go out and give our everything to our heart, to leave our heart here, to play defense, to do everything. To What's it mean for you to be in this? You know, last year, like we said, you were there. This year, you're back. Uh, what's it mean for you now to have the chance also to play next year, World Cup, everything? What's it like for you uh, individually? This is a really big and good experience for me, and it means a lot to me. Uh, I don't know, it's a big experience. I don't know what to say. Um, talk about kind of just winding down, you know, you guys beat Spain, you know, yeah. great moment. Uh, but then, then we lost, lost the next day to, to, yeah. to Latvia. Talk about the ups and downs that you guys have had here. Yeah, we, we lost uh, emotions and we, are, we were very tired against Latvia. But we are going uh, to do our best to go to the finals. Like, uh, I don't know. Uh, this, this is still the greatest achievement that Montenegro has ever had. So congratu congratulations. You won silver, you didn't lose gold. Okay, so congratulations. How's this feel? Thanks. It's I don't know. It's feel good, but it's feel bad because we could do better. Uh, it's the best achievement in Montenegro, and I'm glad we did that. We did that with our crowd and with our people. Before the game, the senior national team had a message. How important was that to know that these guys, even those are professionals, are the guys you're looking up to, that they had a message for you guys. That message means a lot, a lot to us. And their support it's the biggest it's uh, it means a lot to us I don't know because they're stars and they help us they support us and it's a really big thing what's that mean to you the, the the medal around your neck what's it mean to you I know it's early and you feel like you lost but what's it mean it's a big thing because uh, I don't know the Montenegro never uh, it never was the second in Europe and it's really big thing say I'm, my emotions are okay um good stuff and can't wait to follow these guys you know it's it's what um 
you know, you, you go there, you see them for the first time to kind of get an idea who they are. And so that you know when you see him the next time, oh, he's done that, or he's done that, or he's done that. Uh, Eurobasket is uh, starting uh, next week, and uh, we'll be talking, most likely, I'm going to be talking about that before uh, on the show next week. Next week I will be in Tel Aviv uh, when I when I record the show. I'm leaving for Tel Aviv on Monday. I believe on Monday. Yes, on Monday. And so I'll be there and uh, we'll be recording the show on, um, on Wednesday from Tel Aviv. And, um, yeah, so I'll probably focus a little bit, you know, do more talk on that. You know, obviously huge news. Um, uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo not making it uh, to the Eurobasket. Uh, Milos Teodosic uh, also saying he's not going to go. So, you know, we're losing some big names, uh, but I still think it's going to be some uh, really fantastic competition. So, but I'll talk about that next week. Last thing to let you know, um, you know, we, we you heard a little, heard them last week, Mur- uh, Mercury and the Architects. This song's called Genesis. Enjoy it. It's available on freemusicarchive.org. And we'll talk to you next week from Israel. If you just
Hello, it's Furkan Korkmaz from Baumit. You are listening to Taking a Charge.